Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode on Rising Above Shadows of Abuse, Raza. I'm your host, Grace Hopper. Today, we're looking at news from all over the world on abuse. More than 1,500 UK police officers were accused of violence against women in six months. This staggering figures from the National Police Chiefs Council shows that less than 1% of those accused have been sacked. Overall, 1,483 unique allegations were reported against 1,539 police officers, or 0.7% of the workforce. There were 1,177 cases of alleged police-perpetrated violence, including sexual harassment and assault, reported between October 2021 and April 2022, according to data from the National Police Chiefs Council, NPCC. Just over half the cases, 653, 55%, were conduct matters, which are usually raised by a colleague within the force. The remaining cases... 524, 45% were complaints from the public. Almost two-thirds of the complaints from the public were about the use of force. For example, handcuffing or arrest, while 9% concerned harassing behaviour, 6% related to assault and 5% abuse of position for a sexual purpose. Conduct allegations, 48% of concerned discreditable conduct carried outside working hours, while 19% related to sexual assault, 13% to sexual harassment, and 6% to the abuse of position for a sexual purpose. Nearly three-quarters of the conduct cases still have not been finalized when the data was collected, but where cases had closed, 7% of conduct cases, 136, on 91% of complaint cases, 290, were thrown out. Just 13 officers and staff sacked for misconduct and nobody fired as a result of public complaints. To Chief Constable Maggie Blith, the National Police Chiefs Council Coordinator for Violence Against Women and Girls, said she wanted to see more officers investigated, disciplined and sacked for crimes and misconduct against women and girls. She said the figures reinforce the urgency and importance of our current mission to lift the stones and root abusers and corrupt individuals out of policing. The vast majority of officers and staff are professional and committed, but I know it is shocking to hear about any potential predator and that this can further shake fragile trust. She added that the data was from a year ago and therefore did not reflect work done over the past 18 months to identifying wrongdoing, strengthening misconduct investigations and toughen sanctions. She said she hoped that future mappings will show the impact of those changes, including giving more women the confidence to report concerns. Publishing an annual assessment of police performance is a new step taken by the MPCC and College of Policing to improve responses to violence against women and girls and to tackle rampant sexism and misogyny in the force. A document notes that the figures in some areas, especially allegations of domestic abuse and inappropriate sexual behavior, may be higher since many incidents go unreported and there are some problems with recording processes, but he hopes it will be a tool for measuring progress. 
The figures also shed light on the scale of violence against women and girls, which at more than half a million reported crimes represented 16% of all recorded crimes from October 2021 and April 2022, with domestic abuse the most prevalent form. Across the 40 police forces for which data was available, 428,355 cases had a recorded outcome and a suspect was charged in just 6%. In most cases, there were problems with evidence of victims withdrew from the case. Farhan Nazir, the chief executive of Women's Aid, said the statistics revealed the staggering scale of violence against women and girls and had deeply worrying implications for women's already low levels of trust in the criminal justice system. She called on the government to increase oversight of the criminal justice response to female survivors of violence to hold police forces, crime commissioners, probation and the courts to account and achieve desperately needed transformation. The moves are part of the effort to tackle misogyny in policing at scandals, including the case of David Carrick, a former police officer who was found to be a prolific sex offender, and the murder of Sarah Everard by a serving police officer. Police leaders have asked the Home Office to strengthen existing regulations, including barring anyone convicted or cautioned for this type of offence from policing and reverting anyone accused of this crime for this type of offence from policing and reverting anyone accused of these types of crimes. Chief constables are also encouraged to use accelerated misconduct hearings. A national threat assessment of the scale of violence against women and girls is due to be made next month. Abuse News UK, Garden Newswapers, by Richard Hall, 14th of March, 2023. A 17-year-old Nigerian girl forced into marriage loses hand and leg after her husband attacked her with a machete. According to Hawa, Hawa, she got married to her husband against her will. She said her husband had the habit of always staying away from home for many months. However, on the day of the attack, he arrived home with a machete and attacked her unprovoked. Howard disclosed this to members of the state's technical working group on gender-based violence, who paid her a visit at the Federal Medical Center, Benin Kirby, where she has been treated for the injuries she sustained. The state government told her that the incident had already been formally reported to the police, and as soon as the perpetrator is apprehended, investigations will be carried out to ascertain the costs of his actions, and he will be charged to court accordingly. The 17-year-old Malama Hawa Mohammed lost two of her limbs. What are your thoughts about this particular story? Kindly leave a comment. Metro News by Tom Sanders, 13th of March, 2023. Woman whose rape lies led to attempted suicides is jailed for eight years. A woman who lied about being groomed by a gang of Asian sex traffickers has been jailed for eight and a half years. Eleanor Williams, 22, was found guilty of nine counts of perverting the course of justice after she made a series of serious sexual allegations about a number of men between 2016 and 2020. Facebook post in May 2020, which was shared more than 100,000 times, she described being beaten, abused and trafficked by Asian men. Also posted pictures of her injuries, but the court heard that she had caused them to herself with a hammer. 
Other false accusations she made included claims she was to go to Ibiza to be sexually exploited, was made to work at a brothel in Amsterdam and was sold at an auction during a period of three years. During trial, her victims spoke of the damage her false accusations had caused to their lives and mental health, which led to multiple attempted suicides. Her lies led to protests in the town and she was found guilty of perverting the course of justice earlier this year. Mohammed Ramzan, a business owner in Barrow Inferness, who was accused of grooming Williams, told Preston Crown Court yesterday about how his life was made hell on earth by her lies. He says he tried to take his own life two weeks after being arrested and speaking through the tears said, I still bear the scars to this day. His home was damaged and his business ruined when he and his family were targeted in the most horrendous way. I have had countless threats made over social media from people all over the world because of what they thought I was involved in, he said. Williams claimed Mr. Ramza, 43, had groomed her from the age of 12, put her to work in brothels in Amsterdam and sold her at an auction there. When the court heard that, at the time she was in the Netherlands, his bank card was being used at a B&Q in Barrow. Williams also gave police an account of being taken to Blackpool where she said Mr. Ramzan threatened her and she was taken to different addresses and forced to have sex with men. When police made inquiries, they found she had travelled to the seaside resort alone and stayed in a hotel where she bought a pot noodle from a nearby shop and then remained in her room watching the YouTube on her phone. She later told officers in great detail that she was brutally raped by multiple men and gave them the number plate details of a car she claimed was used to transport her. The registration details were of a car she had passed while out in Blackpool, the judge explains. This account was all completely false. When confronted by evidence, Williams claimed she was forced to give a false account by the traffickers. I'm sure that no one pressured her to go to Blackpool at all. She did so entirely of her own volition in order to make false allegations against Mr. Ramsden and others, the judge added. Then Matthew Pearman of Cumbria Police said Williams's allegations led to public displays of mass anger in Barrow, with protests held outside the police station and on a retail park. Videos of English Defence League founder Tommy Robinson in the town were shown in the court. Williams said she had not instigated anything which happened in the community and did not want Robinson, whose real name is Stephen Yaxley Lennon, to come to the town. He said, I do not agree with his views or opinions. In the letter to the judge, he said, I'm not saying I'm guilty, but I know I have done wrong on some of this and I'm sorry. I'm devastated at the trouble that has been caused in Barrow. If I knew what consequences would have come from that status, I never would have posted it. She was sentenced to eight and a half years. Mr. Ramsey says William's actions have impacted him in a lot of different ways. He refused to comment on the length of the statement, but said he respected the judge's decision and was very happy with the guilty verdict. What are your thoughts on this? My London, Gerald Cousins, Ryan Fahey, 12th of March 2023. Police are investigating the alleged rape of a woman in Barcelona. The 19-year-old woman, believed to be from England, was allegedly raped near a Barcelona nightclub. 
the woman is thought to have been hit over the head with a stone before being sexually attacked. She was discovered in the street near the night spot, named as Impute, in a state of shock with a wound on her head and cuts and bruises on her knees. She was then rushed to hospital for treatment. It will have been raised around 5 a.m. in the morning by security guards around an hour after the woman left the nightclub, reports the Mirror. The teenager told them she had been hit over the head with a stone. Investigation is being led by the Catalan police force, the Mossos Esquadra. The victim has been described as English by some local press and Anglo-Saxons by others. Catalan police have not made any official comment on her nationality and are not expected to do so, as they usually do not confirm where crimes victims are from. The police are believed to be searching for two men partially picked up on CCTV. No arrests have yet taken place, although investigators are understood to have obtained DNA evidence from the teenagers underwear, which could be crucial to identifying those responsible. The spot where she was targeted had been identified as being near to the Romanesque Monastery of San Miguel at the eastern end of the Poble Espanol attraction in Barcelona. Evening Standard, 28th of February 2023. A Met officer sacked for punching woman while on duty. A Metropolitan Police officer has been dismissed for punching a woman while on duty. The incident unfolded as P.C. Shano Ali attended an address in Tuthin along uniformed officers on June 27, 2021. P.C. Ali is alleged to have assaulted a woman inside the property before she was arrested. The case against her was later discontinued. A panel ruled that P.C. Ali's actions mounted to gross misconduct following a hearing from February 22nd to 24th. P.C. Ali will now be added to the barred list held by the College of Policing. Those appearing on the list cannot be employed by police, local policing bodies, PCCs, the Independent Office for Police Conduct or His Majesty's Inspectorate of Constabulary and the Fire and Rescue Services. Detective Claire Kenland, Southwest BCU commander, said, This matter will clearly be of great concern to our community, and rightly so. I can only imagine the trauma and physical impact on the woman concerned at the hands of a police officer. I'm shocked by what happened. Police officers do not need to use force in some instances, but it is clear that PC Ali went way beyond what was proportionate in this incident. It is right that he has been held to account for his actions and will now no longer be a police officer. What are your thoughts about this? Kindly leave a comment. AP News, March the 8th, 2023, USA. Two people were convicted in torture murder of 10-year-old California boy. The mother of a 10-year-old boy and her boyfriend were found guilty on Tuesday of torturing and murdering the Southern California child who was beaten, brutalized and stabbed. Heather Barron, 33, and Karim Leva, 37, were convicted by the judge in a non-jury trial of first-degree murder involving torture. They also were convicted of child abuse of two other children in the Lancaster home. 
They now face sentences of life in prison without chances for parole. Los Angeles County Sheriff's deputies went to the high desert home of the boy, Anthony Avalos, in response to a 911 call from the mother on June 20th, 2018. They were told that he had been injured in a fall. He died in a hospital the next day. Doctors said he was severely malnourished and dehydrated. Persecutors alleged that the boy was intentionally killed by torture. They said that for years the boy was routinely beaten and whipped with a belt, along with the other children repeatedly dropped on his head, smashed in the floor or furniture, burned with cigarettes and denied water and food at times or force fed. Prosecutors said Levern sprayed hot sauce in the children's faces, forced them to fight one another with a loser being punished by him, and made the youngsters kneel for lengthy periods on concrete floors, nails or uncooked rice and squats until they fell over. What are your thoughts on this? Kindly leave your comments. Two children in custody over girls' killings. A German police said Tuesday, on Tuesday that two children are in custody suspected of killing another child. The 12-year-old girl was found dead earlier this week in the western town of Freudenberg in a case that has shocked the country. The girl, who was only identified by her first name Louise due to privacy reasons, went missing Saturday after visiting her friend. She was found stabbed to death on Sunday in a forest near a former railroad station after a massive police search. Prosecutor Mario Malvarela told reporters that we must assume that the crime was committed by the two children from the victim's circle of acquaintances. The two suspects, who are aged 12 and 13, confessed to the killing, police officer Florian Locker said. Citing the age of the suspects, officials refused to give any further details on their identity, gender, motive, or whether they knew the victim from school. Due to their youth, the two children are below the age of criminal responsibility, which is 14 in Germany. They were therefore not arrested but taken into custody of a youth welfare officer. Police said the victim had several stabbing wounds and died of blood loss. The governor of the state of North Rhine-Westphalia, where Frudenberg is located, said he was appalled by the killing. North Rhine-Westphalia is grieving, Hendrik Wurst said. It is incomprehensible and unbearable that children are capable of such horrific he promised that the authorities would do everything in their power to shed light on the reasons and circumstances of the crime. What are your thoughts about this? Kindly leave a comment. Thank you. AP News, 8th of March 2023. A Las Vegas man with ties to a far-right extremist group advocating the overthrow of the U.S. government has been sentenced to a federal prison for sexually abusing a young girl. Stephen Thomas Pasha, 38, was ordered to serve 33 years in a federal prison Monday, according to court's records. U.S. District Judge Jennifer Dorsey in Las Vegas also sentenced Pasha to lifetime supervision upon his release. 
The years-long sexual abuse, which prosecutors say began when the victim was younger than 10, was uncovered in 2020, while police and federal agents were investigating Partial and two other men in connection with an alleged terrorism plot targeting protests in Las Vegas against racism and police violence. Pasha pleaded guilty in October 2022, one day before a federal jury trial in the abuse case was set to begin. Two counts of sexually exploiting a child, one count of coercion and enticement, and one count of receiving and distributing child pornography. He has had a change of heart and he wishes to plead guilty this afternoon to the charges. Pasha's attorney, Robert Dranskovich, said at the hearing, according to court transcripts, Pasha was not offered a plea deal. Authorities say Partial was first arrested by Las Vegas police in May 2020 with Andrew Liam Jr. and William Loomis, while the men filled glass bottles with gasoline in a plan to firebomb a protest over the police killing of George Floyd in Minneapolis. The FBI, police and prosecutors say the trio with military experience belong to the loose anti-government Begali movement that supports overthrowing the U.S. government. Partial and Loomis were formerly enlisted in the Navy and the Air Force, respectively, while Liam was an Army reservist at the time of their arrests. According to a federal criminal complaint, investigators confiscated Partial's cell phones as part of their investigation and found images of him sexually abusing a young girl on one of the devices. On another cell phone, investigators found sexually explicit images that a teenage girl had sent to Partial at his request. Prosecutors also accused Partial of using various social media websites and apps to trade child pornography. The criminal complaints states that Partial's usernames for his accounts included PigTooBad and Pervisage. Partial and Liam are currently scheduled to stand trial in November in the federal terrorism case. Both have pleaded not guilty. Loomis, now 42, was sentenced in January to 4 to 20 years in a Nevada prison after reaching a deal with prosecutors and pleading guilty last October to providing material support for the commission of an act of terrorism, a felony. Associated Press writer Ken Rita contributed to this report. What are your thoughts? Kindly leave a comment. Thank you. This has been Grace Opa for Raza, Rising Above Shadows of Abuse. See you on our next episode. Be positive and be safe. You can leave your comments on our social media handles or our email address, risingaboveshadowsofabuse at gmail.com. Take care.